<laughs> well, good Susie morning. Peterson. What a greeting. Hello <laughs> and welcome to the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mother, Harmony. And are you okay? I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. You just yes. got so excited just, that you yes, just... Yeah. Just tripping over myself okay. to get in here and do this show. Yeah. Um, how's your weekend going? How was your week? Um, the whole week. Boy, I don't remember. Oh. It was fine. I okay. saw some friends, which oh, was nice. nice. I hadn't seen in a while. Lovely. And now my um, daughter-in-law mm-hmm. and granddaughter are in town mm-hmm. for a few days, and so that's really nice. Yeah. Um well, I'll tell you that is very nice. Very I'm nice. Glad, glad, glad to hear it. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Yep. Uh, so last weekend, yeah, I guess it must have been like last Sunday. So there are a lot of homecomings. If you have oh, a kid in high Everywhere. school, Edina's I, I homecoming was last night, as well as um, Breck. And yep. Hopkins. All the games. Yep. Yeah. The games are all Friday night, and then yeah. dances tonight. Several schools around the Twin Cities. Um, but I took, I am the mother of a boy child, boy child who is going to his first homecoming and said to me last week, what am I going to wear? Oh. And I said, I mean, I don't know. You have clothes, you have dress pants, you have uh-huh. shirts. And then he went into his closet and the largest button down was like, a size 14 boys not gonna work. <laughs> and that's not gonna work nope. he's now 15 years old and taller than me and taller than my husband and yeah, yeah that's not gonna work <laughs> so we said oh better go shopping and we went to macy's and i kid you not the entire suit by the way really good sales yeah. i don't know if they're continuing this week but really really good sales but i think that's always the case yes everybody in that department i'm not even exaggeration was a teenage not boy exaggerating not even exaggerating and it's not even an exaggeration (laughs) it was all teenage boys and parents some men some women all parents of teenage boys it was kind of growing it was a hilarious scene and they've all got their mops of hair and they're all standing there in the fitting room but you know not a person to help whatsoever no, no, no they don't do that nobody but it's interesting and i it actually made me feel sort of sympathetic for the staff that it's because I think a lot of times we tend to go, oh, they just they don't even try. They're not even trying to help, you know, and we sort of write them off as lazy or not doing their job. So when we finally did find something and I dug and found the sizes and we were lucky to find something that would work for him off the rack, took it up to the counter, which is, you know, kind of the general checkout, right? The general Mm -hmm. checkout style. And this is at the main Ridgedale store. Mm -hmm. And I said to the person who was helping us, you know, there's doesn't seem like there's anyone in the department and it's so busy over there. And he said, yeah, we're supposed to do both. Oh, and people out the and, line, and it was busy. And, you know, everybody's buying these suits that sure. were on sale for like 60 percent off. He couldn't leave the counter. He was ringing people up. He and so he said to me, yeah. you know, it's not he would like to help people. Right. He's like, what am I supposed to do? I have to ring people. out. he's like, I'm supposed to do both. This is the way it is there. I mean, I had this similar experience up in housewares at Southdale. And I literally I wanted to buy something. There was no one at the checkout counter. There was no one anywhere. And I yelled, is anybody here? Did you really? I mother? Did. Oh, God. Because, oh, well, God. I mean, there literally was nobody. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway. What happens when you scream in a department store? Uh, not Does much. anyone come running? There was a lady way over in the bedding who mm-hmm. said, oh, I'll send someone over. Mm-hmm. And finally, a guy came to check me out. But I, well, he didn't check me out. He checked my merchandise. <laughs> He's checking you out. But, um, yeah, they, I mean, I, sorry, though, that's Macy's. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is, is Macy's. But I'm just saying and, it gave me different perspective because I think we tend to be, I mean, we know it's the it's a company issue yes. and decision, not a sales floor decision. But I think we tend to get irritated well, with sure, salespeople, and it's so the ones unfair. We, yeah, no, because anyway, yeah, it was it was just it was kind of a hilarious scene seeing all these boys that are all going to be in the exact same bar three suit that was sixty percent <laughs> off at did Macy's. Did it come last in different week. colors? It did. It did. Oh, yes. so maybe anyway, be- as it turns out. My kid isn't even wearing it no, because no. he had to coordinate with all his friends and they're doing that thing. And I was just like, and they think they're the first ones to ever think what? of wearing a black turtleneck and pants. And I'm like, oh, oh no, they- oh no, it's not a good look, but he doesn't care. And it's his statement wait, and he's going to make it. I saw his picture. I thought the pants looked lighter. They looked like a dark gray. Yes, kind of a check. Truthfully, mm-hmm. I thought he looked really He looks cute. cute, but it's just in the context of like these packs of boys wearing that exact I mean, it's cute. They're it's funny. All gonna wear all that? The bo- anyway, wearing a suit? if the girls think that the boys don't care at all, I'm here to tell you and my son, he's probably not listening anyway, but if he is, he's probably cringing. Yeah. Um the boys do care and all of these boys for weeks have been talking to each other and well, coordinating their outfits. It's so it's cute. It's their first year, So, so, too. so cute. Yes. So, yeah, I think that's <sighs> Anyway, yeah. So, big homecoming night. Let's hope the weather holds out so that everybody can get their cute pictures outside. Where are you outside. to take pictures? Um, at a park. At a park. Just at a park. Yes, outside. Okay. So, let's hope it can be outside and not inside. But we'll oh. see. We will see. Okay. Um, meanwhile, good. some retail news. This is really sad. Um, J.W. Hume is going out of business. They're done. You know, Ellie, but I feel like that's been coming. Well, exactly. It's not a huge surprise, but it is indeed the final. They posted um, the announcement. We've made the difficult decision to close our flagship store on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. It's always hard to say goodbye to something we love. Please stop by before we go. We'll truly miss the community we've built on the street over the years. Thank you so much for your support. Hmm. When so, are they closing? Uh, the last day is Thursday, September 28th. Everything is 70% Ooh. off. So highly suggest So is that you go the only store that's open? I mean, it the is. Galleria it one is. has been gone for a oh, while. Oh, yeah. And, 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 you know, the idea when they opened that, and they were they had a different leader then. That was my friend Claire Powell, right. who is no longer with them. Um, but the idea was that that was going to be a, a, a template to open them, you know, around the country. But that didn't happen. What so. do, you, do you think that it's, they were just too expensive? Or, I mean, ah. Because wouldn't you put them in the class with Coach, for example? Yeah. So what do you think? I I, I just think that I think it's really hard to compete with the big, big brands yeah. when you are, you know, an independent company. I think that they don't have a lot of retail expert. Well, I shouldn't say, but I mean. They're run by private equity now, and I just think it feels a little hollow. And they had their big moment when they, you know, came back, and and it was a a moment of American heritage. But I just they they are classic to a fault. It doesn't feel 
edgy. It's not like you think of like a, you know, Claire Vivier and it's like, right. you know, of the moment and fun styles and changing yeah. it up every season. And that is not GW human. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't think that's what's resonating right now. Well, and then we, of course, have another closing. And I think some people will be very upset about this soft surroundings. Mm, yeah, uh, I, was I was surprised about that one. I had not heard anything, but they've filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy and they will be closing all 44 stores. And the interesting thing is, you remember Coldwater Creek, mm-hmm. which I feel yep. like, you know, I thought that was gone. I really did. Anyway, they are buying the company's remaining assets. They're going to continue to sell the soft surroundings brand, but only online and through catalogs. And the soft surroundings had almost 650 employees. Hmm. So that's a lot. Yeah. But um, things have not worked well, especially since the pandemic. And so they had shuttered some of the stores, but um, they are now, they did not give an actual date of when uh, their last day will be as far as the store. Now, I was at the Galleria a couple of days ago. The store yeah. was still open. Did it look like everything was on sale? I, You know what? I didn't go in. But let me ask you something. No Did you ever go in? Yes. Uh, but here's the weird thing. What I own from Soft Surroundings that is my favorite A zip-up robe? No. Two nightgowns. Oh. It's the same nightgown <laughs> it's one or two the other. different colors. It's going to be and one or the other. They're really comfortable uh-huh. and pretty. And I did once get a velvet um, shirt. Mm. And... But they truly, you know, it's interesting because they made it sound like, well, the big thing about them is they were soft fabrics. Yes. And so many places now have soft fabrics. I didn't think everything in there. I I really never noticed that everything seemed soft. What I did know is they were big. Even extra smalls were huge in there. Well. And so, you know, whether that's part of the issue, I don't know. Because I saw many things in their catalogs that looked I cute. think it was a bad Kill name. It. I think the name yeah, kind of gave people just not the vibe that they would want. And I, I think there's also this real catch-22 right now where people want great store experiences and yet they're doing a lot of their shopping online because they go into stores and then they can't find the sizes and it just feels too, you know, overwhelming or whatever and they just, so they go online. Yeah. But I mean, like, I would get catalogs from them Uh and I would see dresses that were really cute and then I'd go in the store and they were so huge that, you know, it didn't help. So anyway, so that's another closing, unfortunately. Well, that's too bad. Um, All right. Well, when we get back, um, some seasonal retail news, some new places to shop. Um, a new partnership between two Minnesota brands and a whole lot more ahead on Shop Girls. Don't go away. It's a fabulous fall day and Gary's kids have made spectacular jumps into the pile of leaves. Mm-hmm. Now next up is Gary himself. This dad looks confident. Sure does. He's running and oh no, he's pulled something. Well, he is airborne and he's headed straight for the... If only Gary had joined the Y and prepared his muscles and mind with a free fall fitness assessment. Yeah, that would have been a good choice. Get ready for fall. Yes, that's right. At ymcanorth.org. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop. I was waiting for like the chorus to kick in, but it didn't. I don't know that song. No, I don't either. It's Doja Cat's new song. What? What? This is Doja Kit. Her album dropped yesterday. Oh, I know, I know, we know. I've heard but the I, whole album. But I thought that was the one that's up I'm there. Not, I don't have it? the sound up enough. I didn't hear it. 
Which song was it? Agora Hills. Oh, I did so- I We didn't have the volume up enough. Of course I'm you would know, Lexi. that I yes. didn't know. How about that? Okay. Thank you, Lexi. All right, fantastic. Well, on that note, Mom, do you yes. want to talk about uh, the Doja Cat new product launch? Because where there's a new album, there's sure to be a new product launch. Well, it is funny how that happens, yes. isn't it? But, you know, she had talked about this um, some time ago, but her sketchers... Um, Shoes, her new line that she helped design is dropping just by coincidence. Mm-hmm. You know, it's dropping right now. But um, she actually was their first, what they call their designer in residence. And they have worked on, she was actually wearing a pair of shoes when she was um, performing at Coachella. Okay. And the head of Skechers found out and so they started talking oh, and wow. all of this kind of thing. Yeah. So this the one that they've done, they've had a silhouette. I'm waiting for that to happen to me, but oh, I'm sure it seems well, to you, call when, when you I'm are at Coachella. Very various things. Have you yes. got your act put together yet for Coachella? I'm working on Okay. That. <laughs> you work on that. Anyway, so the the brand's um silhouette is called Delights and it is uh a, they say it's a sneaker that features a combination of materials and colors that were selected by Doja Cat, and it also includes a snakeskin-inspired patent leather detail and translucent out outsoles. What are outsoles? The outer part of the shoe, I yeah. guess? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, these are right now, They the official launch is September 28th at Skechers.com, and at select sketcher stores for $125 but there is a pre-release that started uh yesterday no the 21st 2 days ago exclusively at stock x hmm. and that early drop has two of the five colors that will be um available it's i mean are you looking at the shoe it's like a a heavy yeah um yeah, it's still kind of a sneaker, school. but yep. with a heavier look. Yes, yes. So um, Indeed. Anyway, so well, if you want those while you're listening to the album, you can get those. On the musical front, yes. uh, Taylor Swift, wielding oh, her influence. This, this I love. Okay. Yeah. Tell it. I, well, I mean, you know, we know how many people have been at her shows and now have gotten tickets for the uh, movie version. But she's also using her popularity for good. Um, she had an Instagram post that drove record-breaking traffic to the Vote.org site this week and helped register more than 35,000 new voters. Um, And people that work for the site said that they they usually, their average is 13,000 users every 30 minutes. Or it was, I mean, when when this happened. And she said, of course, 13 is Taylor's lucky number. Mm-hmm. So she would be happy about that. But she, this is a nonpartisan organization that just obviously wants to get young people to register to vote. And Taylor said, I've been so lucky to see so many of you guys at my U.S. shows recently. And she said, I've heard you raise your voices and I know how powerful you are. Make sure you're ready to use them in our elections this year. Love it. Uh, yeah. There you Isn't go. That good? That's how you use your fame. Absolutely. Absolutely. So she That's did. Great.
Wow, thirty-five thousand voters just by just one from her saying maybe she should. It's do also that. kind I mean, of depressing to like all the organizations that are out there doing their big campaigns so and trying and trying, yes. and then she just yes. yeah one and all they need post. is Taylor to say something and it works. All they so need that's a good thing. Yeah. Wow. So are you ready for Halloween? Um, I getting there. Yeah. You know, I, I to me, yeah, it's like I, I, it, it is the fall. Fall is in the air, even though it's been warm. I love, love, love oh, this time of year. That. I love we this weather. The leaves yeah. are changing. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Yes. The thing that is amazing to me is that all the pumpkin drinks and foods and all have been out already for at least a couple of weeks. It's I have like, not had it, a pumpkin latte, and I don't really plan to. I don't. Like that doesn't I do enjoy good. a pumpkin muffin or scone. I'll tell you what I like. What? And I shouldn't say it because everyone will go buy them. And then you I like a Starbucks? No, this is not Starbucks. This oh. is Trader Joe's. Oh. Trader Joe's has these little um, ice cream cones, mini ice cream oh, I, cones. Yeah, I know you love those. And at this time of year, yeah. they have pumpkin ginger ice Ooh. cream cones. And it's Only good? now. Yes, I bought two packages. What? Two? That was the other day. You wild and crazy I know, girl. I, know. <laughs> I had to leave some for other people. Uh-huh. But if you don't get it, it's just like the peppermint ones they have at Christmas time. It's so if, funny how people oh, love, love, love those little ice cream cones. I well, know you many know devoted it's fans. It's a good dessert without feeling like you're overdoing. Yeah. Although sometimes instead of one. You have two. Left, or maybe three. I don't know if I've ever had three. <laughs> I have had two. But they times. don't. The pumpkin. My problem is a lot of the pumpkin products have an aftertaste. Really? They, I find this to be the case. I've never and I, and I'm not. I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one because I have seen places like Caribou talking about how they use natural ingredients. Yeah. So that there is no weird. I've never known. Maybe I don't eat that many. But yeah. I have to say. That, like, I have always waited for the pumpkin scones from Starbucks. I once wrote to them a number of years ago when they stopped them for a while. Of course you did. And I wrote to ask, what are you thinking? Yeah. But they have them. Did Howard get back to you? I have. He did. Somebody in his office did. Yes, they really did. Didn't get me my scones. You could do a book of all of the the CEOs. That would be a great book. The CEOs I've written to. Yeah, Jeff Bezos, he, <laughs> he's responded. Yeah. Anyway, I digress, but this is what I want to say. Mm-hmm. So last year, I was all excited when the pumpkin scones came. Yes. I hate to say it. What? They weren't as good. Ooh. I found that the frosting dry, was more dry. of a hard uh-huh. fondant, uh-huh. and it was not quite the same. I will give it a try this year. Yes. But I don't know. I've kind of, uh, I'm disappointed. Oh. That's all I can say. Wow. But anyway, I was going to say that the meetings are being organized right now. I hope so. Now that that but word Halloween is Halloween spending is predicted to reach $12.2 billion this year. Billion. Billion. Far more than before the pandemic. Really? Yep. So get your right. costume. We're all getting out there. When we get back, a new men's store and a new approach to men's shopping. That's next on Shop Girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony, and really excited to talk about uh, this next story. You've heard her before. She is the guru of menswear. It's Sarah Ramsey with Jay Hilburn, which has just opened a brand new shop within Danolo in the North Loop. Hello, Sarah. 
Hey, Allie. Are they holding this, the kids' soccer game for this interview? <laughs> Can they just delay? Yeah. Right. No, I wish. I wish they were holding it. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Well, keep, you first keep your eye on, your, on the field, but pay attention to us. So congratulations. Yeah. Big opening this week at Denolo. Had you been, you, you have a beautiful showroom in White Bear Lake. Had you been thinking about doing a second one in the North Loop? Yeah. So, um, you know, it was really interesting. A couple of months ago, um, you know, our, our White Bear Lake showroom was doing great, but we have so many stylists and so many clients that are on the west side. Um, so I had kind of been thinking, you know, maybe we should have a presence down in Edina. And I was um, chatting with uh, my friend Catherine who owns Bumbershoot, and she had the great idea uh, to call Veronica because Danolo is a really cool kind of creative space that mm-hmm. has a couple different uh, uh, shops kind of within a shop. And so I called her and we walked through it and, you know, they had had a, a, a different menswear company in there a couple months ago. And it's, and it's such a perfect space. And, you know, what we, with what we do, we don't need a lot of product, right? Because we're custom. So we have a lot of uh, samples there, right? Like a lot, like some individuals, some concepts of, you know, how you can make knits different ways and how you can, you know, mix and match different combinations, but we really don't need a lot of space. So it really is more of a creative space where we, you know, design your products as opposed to, like, you know, all sorts of different, you know, products on a rack. So it was really kind of a cool uh, fit how it all kind of came together. So for people who aren't familiar, Jay Hilburn is a men's line. Everything is custom. You kind of, you take sizes and then you can fit anything. It's like a bespoke fit, but not necessarily a bespoke price. Correct. So we basically bring a custom fit product, custom designed by a stylist with a client, but it's a very, you know, everyday price point. So we eliminate a lot of that overhead in the middle and we are able to deliver, you know, casual pants in a four-way stretch fabric um, that would be very similar to something like a, a Lululemon pant that is 178 instead, you know, so a little bit more than uh, what they're used to spending off the rack, but it's totally custom fit to the half inch in the waist, the one inch in the seat, yeah. you know, down to the opening, the length, like you get to pick all of that. And they get to pick their fabrics and all of that as well, right? Right. So, and what we did in the uh, Danolo showroom, which is pretty cool, is we have like a knit bar where it shows all the 10 different ways where you can make a knit, whether that's a polo fabric or a floral cashmere fabric. You know, you take a, 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 a beautiful interlock cotton and you can make it in a crew neck T-shirt or you can take a Laurel Piana cashmere and make it in the same shape, which is a crew neck long sleeve, but that becomes more of a crew neck sweater. Mm. So depending on the fabric that you pick, it's a totally different you know, look and feel of a product. So like you know that it's going to fit. Yeah. So, Sarah, you were telling me that you had an epiphany recently when you stepped into a, a, a man, one of your clients' closets. Tell us what happened. You're hanging out right. in closets now? Oh, she hangs out in a lot of closets, wow. Sarah Ramsey. She okay. sure does. <laughs> we have a lot of closet parties. Okay. So, I walk into this guy's closet and I'm like, this is exactly what it, like, it, it put all the words, like, right in my mouth. I was like, this is what I thought was happening. And it was beautifully designed, color-coded. I mean, it was perfect. But I looked up and I went, he's got 20 sport coats that he never wears. I, I swear this is every man's closet, Ellie, in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. 20 coats that he probably is wearing, so he looks at them every day. Then he's got... 
50 dress shirts, and they're either white or blue, or they're a, a white background with a version of a check on it, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe yep. a shade of blue, but they're all checked. They all look the same. <laughs> then he's got 50 polo shirts, all of which have stripes and or a golf logo on it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's got, like... And I love it because in the closet, they were all like in rainbow order, too. But I'm like, they're the exact same shirt, just a different color. Ugh. And then he's got 25 quarter zips. Mm-hmm. And it's like, most of those are blue, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. Like, he literally only has these. Oh, and then maybe there's a rack of jeans, right? Jeans mm-hmm. and casual pants. So it's like part of the problem is every single one of those pieces have the same intention, right? Like, those are all, they have 50 work shirts, but what about that, you know, dark, cool micro print that he wears when he goes out? You know, like, when you go out after dark, you should wear a dark-colored shirt. Or what about that really cool denim shirt? Like, most guys are missing that, like, casual, social wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting, so, like, where, where men's clothing has gone is really this way more business casual. So those 20 suits and sport coats and those 50 dress shirts are kind of like not really what everybody's wearing anymore. They're just they're hanging more, there. Yeah. Right. Long sleeve, you know, now it's more like, how can I get, you know, like we have these beautiful, um, one of my favorite things is this beautiful um, Rayna wool. So it's like a smart wool. So it's a knit fabric, but you can do it with buttons all the way down the front. So it never wrinkles. It's this beautiful weight. But, you know, it's, a, it's like a knit button-down shirt, mm-hmm. right? Like nobody else knows, right? Or where's the, you know, a lot of times instead of a sport coat, a lot of guys are preferring instead of a quarter zip, what, what are the other options? Well, there's a full zip, which I think a lot of guys are preferring more of a full zip like sweaters, so you can take it on and off instead of pulling it out over your head. But it's like that alternative layering piece, right? Because not everybody's wearing a sport coat all the time, right? But you so, have to tell them what to do. This is the thing, and so you kind of have rethought the way you're organizing your showroom to help them. Can you talk a little bit about these the capsule collections? <clears throat> so um, as I started, like when I was working with my clients, I really like saying, okay. I love the, you know, mixing and matching base layers, top layers, and bottoms, and helping these guys mix and match everything so everything matches. So they don't have to think, they don't have to ask somebody, does this shirt go with these pants? They're just <laughs> right the there. They, they go to the store and they buy an outfit, and they only wear that outfit because somebody told them this shirt matches this bottom. And that. <laughs> oh, my God. Sarah, you are in my husband's head. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you, like, take that concept of they're very obedient? They're very obedient. <laughs> you know, if, if we hang all these pieces together, right, and it's a basic formula. If you take the number of base layers and the number of top layers and the number of pants you have and you multiply them together, that gives you how many different combinations you have. So if we give them two to three base layers, maybe that's a casual shirt, maybe it's, a you know, a knit with the buttons all the way down, and maybe it's a um, – uh, like a long sleeve crew neck, right? So three different base layers. Mm-hmm. And then you get three different top layers. Maybe it's a new casual four-way stretch sport coat instead of like a, you know, a more modern sport coat. And maybe it's a full zip sweater and maybe it's a really cool shirt jacket that we pick out with snaps. That's three different purposes for those three different top layers. And none of them match that sport coat that he's already got hanging in his closet, right? <laughs> right. And then, and then you have... 
three different bottoms. You've got a custom-made pair of jeans, which we also do, which is awesome. And then you've got a four-way stretch pant. And then you've got another pant in a different fabric that might be a little bit dressier. So, you know, all all those things, you know, you mix and match all these different things, and it can give you eighty over 80 different combinations. And they understand wow. that? I love your mathematical approach to wow. fashion. <laughs> Men love math, too, right? And I'm like, look, with these eight pieces, you can have – you know, I, I forget the exact number, but it's like eight pieces for 66 different combinations. Yeah. And, and as long as I'm providing them all the fabrics mix and match, but then on top of it, what's cool is what the stylist will help them do is, you know, mat, match even the buttons and the threads. Oh. So even the buttons and the threads of everything will coordinate. So then they really look like they know what they're doing when they walk out the door. Right. Can you keep so, their interest that long? Oh, usually... <laughs> Harmony, I'm the one doing all, you know, the stylists are the ones that, that kind of do the design yeah. work, right? If a, a full brand new appointment with a client might be an hour. I oh. think you're taking measurements and you want to talk about how you want your clothes to fit. Sure. That's the most important thing you want to talk about with the guy. And then it's like, you know, let the stylist work their magic with, right. you know, and you find a little color palette. And a good place to start is your hair color and your eye color. So you can start right there, hmm. mix and match some colors that work. Start with a basic, you know, blue and gray or blue and taupe or, you know, whatever. Start with a basic color combination, but get these items that that are unique that you don't have in your closet, and you'll realize how much you start wearing them. Sure. And you can get fewer pieces. Instead of buying more stuff of what you already have that you already don't need any more of, you know, get, get eight pieces of things you don't have, see how much you're wearing those items, and all the different ways that you're wearing them, and you, and you find that you end up shrinking your closet, getting better fitting clothing with fewer pieces, but you have more options when you know how to mix and match them. Brilliant. Sarah, before we let you go, I just, for the guy who has the 50 blue shirts and, mm-hmm. you know, and just wears gray and blue and white, what color, what color should they t- venture into this fall? Are you asking for a friend? I am. <laughs> I think the, the the color that's like really coming back that I saw in menswear was these browns and these taupes. And I think when you can add in like for the guy with the blue shirt, right, adding in a denim shirt with a brown button and a, a saddle brown like uh, four-way stretch pant and then a great shirt jacket over it that pulls in some blues and some taupes and some browns. If that's the, if that's the farthest away we can get. But I will say, if we can go a little bit more interesting into another color, I would say burgundy, mm. like a great bow with grays and navies. That we have a couple different color capsules um, and color stories that we're working with with these beautiful burgundies. I think that's a really easy color for guys to work with. I what love I that, love but, is yeah. that Sarah loves her work. Oh my God, she is so good at and it, and that's why she's so good. That's and, right. And that's, that's right. Okay, she goes Sarah. Good luck at the uh, soccer game. I hope it's a win. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, and we will come visit you at the Jay Hilburn showroom within Danolo in the North Loop. And oh, we'll- and I will say this, this trunk show is going on. There is a trunk show, and there's uh, a bunch of stylists that are working out of there today, so the trunk show is continuing all day today. We've got oh, great. Okay, so good you can know. stop by today and get um, get individual help, even better. Yeah. All right. Yep. Thank you, Sarah. Congrats on the new showroom, and thanks for all the good information. Thanks, guys. All right. We will be back with Whose Look Is It Anyway next on Shop Girls. 
how you go from housewife to a sneaky link. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in on this beautiful fall weekend. Let's hope it is stays it? that way. I well, can't see up the window. It isn't raining. I don't know, Lexi, is it gonna rain? Uh, it's supposed to rain later today. Well, I don't um, like that. Could you please change the forecast? Make that a different I'll put in a word. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Well, it is that time in the show where we take a look at the trends, lace cutouts, white pumpkin. It's time for whose look is it anyway? Can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Okay, now this is this. <laughs> you're going to have to do a few things before you can pull off the look that Sienna Miller wore this well, week. Well, not only that, I mean, like seriously, I looked at this, and I know Lexi has it up already, and all I could think of is a white pumpkin. Yes, that is what Sienna. Do you think that was the goal? I do not think that was the goal <laughs> at all. I, I didn't know she was pregnant. I didn't either. She's forty-one, and this is her second child. Um, I think it's a different boyfriend. But the interesting thing is that in some ways it looked like a Halloween costume that you could have take, taken sheets and made this voluminous round bottom. Yes. And you take a um, button-down shirt, oversized, and then you bring it up and tuck it under your bra. Yeah. It's actually very clever. It's and a very clever maternity look. And she it's is... It's full-on Chaparelli. She's gorgeous. This is a total designer outfit. Yeah. She um, looks amazing. And I love it. She, you know, her, her big baby bump yes. is right out there in the middle. Yes, of course. And because yeah, because that's where it is. That's, that's where the baby do. bump is. Mm-hmm. But um, it's they said the skirt sort of forms a U-shape silhouette and then she paired it with a sheer black stocking and kind of open black pump i mean i think she i don't, looks, I don't know that that would have been my choice no. that's a little confusing to me the black um sheer hose and shoe i don't i don't know i think i would have done something different yeah maybe a color but all i have to say is this enormous voluminous skirt i think be wearing it when you're pregnant is the perfect thing. Because yeah. first of all, it's like it offsets, it makes her tummy look like, it's just, I think it's her cute. Her tummy it's fun. looks really good. Yes. Doesn't it? I mean, it's a perfect, it's a perfect round yeah. stomach. But gosh, if, she's if pretty. In the years. Ridiculous. I don't want to look at her anymore. Okay. Don't look at her anymore. But in the years when you um, had your children, mm. and that was not the look, Rihanna no. kind, of, kind of, you know, got it out no. there. No. Would you, if, but if also this was deep, your time now, uh-huh, uh-huh. Unless you want to make an announcement, um, would you wear something? Would you have your stomach out? Well, I was going to say, even though this might be the trend among celebrities, are you seeing a lot of women walking down the street with their the bellies mall. out? Yeah. <laughs> Please call us if you are. I mean, I don't know. Maybe in some, maybe over the summer, maybe like to do a little halter top, and I don't know. I I'm not seeing a lot of that. No, would you have in the real a, world? You know, like a bikini. And I, mean, I did that, wear bikinis. I wore bikinis yes, when I was did. pregnant. I sure did. Yeah. yeah why but not? That was. A, but you didn't go to dinner. It's so liberating. You don't have to hold anything in. Well, you don't have to hold anything in, no matter what. You when don't. You're but particularly when you're pregnant, yeah. you really can't. So no, yes. there's really no holding it. All in. right, let's move okay. on to Meghan Markle. Okay, well, Meghan Markle, um, you know, all of the sheer cutouts and all that we've been seeing for so long, but she did it in a very ladylike way. I thought it was a very 
pretty dress. It was sort of a forest green or a hunter mm-hmm. green. Um, and it was, uh, it, it has this kind of um, florally look and cut out. It's a strapless column. And, but the open parts, very little, um, you know, subtle open parts are down towards the hem of the skirt. It's mm-hmm. a very long column, which he accessorized really with very little yeah. and had a neutral shoe on with it. Um, That's a Neiman Marcus dress. It's 800 bucks. Yeah. You think she paid for it? I bet she did. Mm, I yeah, wonder. I think she might have. She wore sort of a similar style um, recently, too, in gold, also strapless with a little bit of a diamond cutout um, right below um, the boobs. Yeah. And a slit on the side. They're very ladylike, but yet I, I think very pretty. Well, I think that she is a good example of knowing a good silhouette right. for your frame. It works for Because her. if you look, she does a lot of columns. Yep. She does a lot of strapless. She does a lot of straight columns with like a little slit in the front. And it is so flattering on yeah, her. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. most things are. But it's just, but I think but it's we can really all good replicate that. We can all know that like, I look great in a deep V or I yeah. look great in, I a, look you know, in a sack. That's right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, no. I have a lot of those um (laughs) anyway oh yeah no i thought that was definitely a a thumbs up um now on the other hand emily and i never say it right radikowski the model and sometimes actress she was out and now she did a little bit of the you know see-through look too Mm -hmm. this was a white lacy dress long sleeve long skirt that she had to hold up so it wouldn't drag on the ground but it was sheer enough that you could see her black bra and panties under it. And then she That's wore the it idea. with a heavy black boot. Uh-huh. I thought she looked ridiculous. Okay. Well, do you like this outfit? Well, I'm just like, I'm saying that's not an accident. It's not like, oops, well, I'm wearing a black bra. I that did not think through. it was. I know it's not. That's I don't look. particularly like it. I don't think it's attractive. And the day before she had been out and she was wearing like, a cool sort of slim jean and sweatshirt and a leather, or I don't know if it was real leather, jacket over it. And she looked really good. I mean, she looked cute. She looked casual. I thought this looked ridiculous. That's just just my opinion. Well, thanks you know? for letting us know. Yeah, well, yes. that's what I'm here for, mm-hmm. right? Um, then Katie Holmes, and I just thought this was funny that they even called this a faux pas. But maybe they were being tongue-in-cheek. Who's they? Who's they? In Style. Okay. In Style magazine. Our Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, She was out wearing just a simple white t-shirt with a long gold skirt. Shiny. I don't know if it was satin that looked like it. But high-waisted slit up the front. And what they said the faux pas was is that she had gold skirt and silver pumps. She mixed she mixed. I, I love this. I love the seriousness. I don't because Do I think don't they mean to be serious. I don't think they're joking when they That's actually sad. write. While out in New York pop. City, yeah. Katie Holmes did the unthinkable. <laughs> she mixed metals. But I have okay, to... okay. I know that's dramatic, but in a year where metallic has practically become a neutral, she's one of the first to think of blending silver and gold. Yeah. One of the oh, first. Imagine oh, that. to be Katie Holmes. <laughs> We've got another hour coming up. The beauty product my mom and I tried. That's next on Shop Girls.